All right, another episode of Burgundy Blogcast. I'm Hayes Permar of Sports Channel 8 and the man behind Burgundy Blog. With me as always, Brent. How you doing, man? I'm great. What's up, Hayes? Playoff bound, the Redskins are. Uh, we knew that going into this game. What were your expectations for this game? What were your you know, rest versus play hard expectations? And uh, and how did the game go based on what, what you were hoping for? Yeah, I, I you know, it was one of those where it's like very hard to predict a score or an outcome because uh, aside from the rivalry thing and just pride generically, neither team really had anything to play for. So I always feel like in those situations, you know, almost anything could happen. It kind of depends on how the first quarter goes and things could get out of hand. And actually today it did a little bit. So obviously very happy that the Redskins won. It's always great to kick Dallas's ass, which they did. I mean, it was pretty, pretty definitive. It was 24, nothing at one point. So at least when all the, when all the ones or when most of the ones were in for both teams, it was a very, uh, authoritative victory. So that was great. Always love to beat the Cowboys, but I, I was definitely, um, I was definitely in the sit everybody you possibly can, uh, as, as, as far as the roster will allow camp. Um, you know, to me, it just, it was, I think being at full strength going into the, the playoffs was far, far more valuable than, than a victory. Now they ended up coming away with one, which is awesome. So they get to, you know, push the, the momentum narrative and I'm happy to take advantage of it. But I think, um, you know, like the one the one thing that, that did bug me was, um, well, there were two injuries, but one to to an especially important guy, Kaishan Jarrett. And that may just be a stinger slash concussion. We're not really sure. So if he's if he's OK, uh, I guess no harm, no foul. But, you know, if he if he has to miss even next week, I'm frankly going to say, like, yeah, I, I rather would have would have taken a loss and not ha- have lost a, a key starter. You know, to me, even that one. Uh, kind of non-stud starter is is not worth the, this this kind of hollow victory. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I mean, you know, it, it's tough. The argument would be, you know, if they'd had practice today, he could have gotten hurt or whatever. Sure. You, you yeah. know, um, or he could have gotten hurt in warmups. But also, especially when when you're a team in a, uh, in a situation like the Redskins, I, I could understand it even more. Uh, be you know, if you were uh, you know top of your division. Now, obviously, the Redskins couldn't have. Well, I've been forget. there before in your perennial, you know. Yeah, but playoff. but I think part part of what this season is about, as we've talked about, is like you know you, you're playing with house money. There's no expectation of a deep playoff run, mm-hmm. and so there kind of is that like, no nah, man, we've cultivated this winning culture. It, it I, I think it okay. betters the yeah. team to uh, to to get the win. And, and like I said, it, it would have been better to to have no injuries. But I, from 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 what I saw, it couldn't have gone much better. When you jump out in front, it yeah. almost. As much as I do believe that that they're professionals, they go hard. When you jump that far out in front, mm-hmm. and the teams have nothing to play for, the little there's a little bit of like understood, like, yo guys, like don't you know <laughs> don't 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 be hurting anybody. Right. I, mean, I truly Maybe, believe yeah. that in a good way. You yeah. know, what I mean? even if it's the the rivalry, it's like, look guys, it's week seventeen. The, you know, the, the, there's nothing on the line between us. Let let's not get hurt. So, right. and, and it makes it that much easier, like you said, when one team does jump out in front. And then from what I saw, and I'll, I'm going to sort of throw this to you to, to comment on these two guys, but one guy that uh, that they needed to get going got going, and another guy that that uh, is one of those always good to have a, a possibly another X factor going into the playoffs mm-hmm. to keep when you keep getting better. And, and I was thinking Jameson Crowder yep, and that. Yep. You saw yep. obviously, obviously Alfred Morris was the guy that never mm-hmm. hurts to get uh, a back 100-yard week, and then Jameson Crowder was sort of that 
man, now now they got to worry about him, or he's somebody who could have you know five catches, a hundred yards, and all of a sudden nobody's nobody's prepared for him. So, yeah. what did you think about those two guys specifically? Yeah, you're you're right on. Those were the two guys I was going to mention as having kind of standout performances. I mean, I I'm not sure that that Alfred Morris's big big game, and I think he did go over a hundred. Really, um, necessarily portends a big playoff performance. God, Morris hate. What's he got to do, man? <laughs> well, I mean, would you want two hundred? Well, you know, it's like you're playing it. You're playing a Cowboys D, which isn't so hot anyway. Sean Lee's not in, not in there, and you know, for all the reasons we've already mentioned, that it's it's kind of a unpredictable game. I mean, I, I think it's great. I think if, if yeah, it's I bet, nothing I bet, I bet other the, than I bet the hits didn't even hurt today. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, he, I just, he looked good. I mean, it, it definitely was kind of like a turn back. They weren't even like tackling. Yeah, he nah. was. He was. Uh, I'm not trying to take credit away from, from, <laughs> I, 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 from, from from my favorite guy. You know, I mean, he he looked good. He was running like like he had. I guess what I'm saying is, I'm not sure that the team or you know Jay Gruden or Sean McVay are thinking, okay, wow, now he's definitely going to get 20 carries. You know, next week, I think probably when Matt Jones comes back, it's going to go back. I mean, he, he's going to be the lead guy again. You have to think that they're going to take. Um, you know the the body of work for the course of the season for for both players in into greater consideration than just this one thing. But yeah, I mean he he looked good, and it's always you know they they need to have some semblance of a run game if they're going to do anything in the postseason. So maybe maybe he can provide it, or maybe maybe he's I well. Know, I, I think at the, I think at the least what a hundred yard game does is we talked about this earlier, where you know you do declare a starter, and it's almost like a, a difference of seniority. When, you know, these, these days it's like starter, but on third down, you might have a different back in there, or it's going to be one series, the other series, whatever, you know, that's just how running backs work in the NFL. And at the end of the game, you're going to be going with your hottest guy or, you know, whoever you thought's been had the best matchup or, you know, whatever the guy that blocks mm-hmm. better, whatever you need for situationally. So I think at the very least, the hundred yard game justifies the Redskins continuing with right. their pattern of, Start out for Morris, even if you know Matt Jones or somebody else is going to get the you know, Pierre Thomas, whoever is going to get mm-hmm. the the bulk of the carries. Because mm-hmm. as as you were talking about, I mean, I'm, I'm joking about you being a, an Alfred Morris hater, but a week or two ago, it's like, man, I get if it's almost just like a you know sort of note for him to go out as starter, but in reality, these other guys get more touches. But at what point do you just stop giving him the the, the three token <laughs> you know touches on the yeah. first drive that it resulted in a punt, and then you right. pull him back out? So yeah. I think it, at least you justify continuing with the okay. situation. Yeah, I like what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it. Not that he needed credibility. I mean, he's been very productive for this team. I think everybody here, everybody in D.C. knows knows what what he can, is capable of. But but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's it was just nice to see him. I mean, I don't even care about the numbers so much. It was also good though that he didn't really get it all off some fluke, you know, run that he broke because of a blown tackle. Right, or right, right, you know, right. It was actually pretty legit. You know, he was running well. He had several good runs. He looked kind of like he used to look. So, yeah, that was that was great to see. And then and then Crowder, yeah, you're you're. You're totally right. I mean, he looked he looked good. I mean, we've we've known that. I mean, he's he's had big games and big plays before, so we we've known that he's good. But he broke off several. He, he scored once and had a couple of long plays. So, um, yeah. I mean, they they go. You know that that receiver core when Jackson's healthy, and uh, and then Garcon, and then and then you've got um, Crowder working in the slot. I mean, they go three deep guys that can really hurt you. So that's that's pretty nice. Burgundy Blogcast listeners, be sure to check out Super Fan Style for your Redskins or DMV Athletics t-shirts. they got all kinds of gear, hoodies, other things like that. Check them out, Super Fan Style. 
superfanstyle.com. Brent, what you know? I second that, Hayes. I just did some checking out of superfanstyle.com. They got some cool t-shirts on there, including a burgundy and gold heart shirt. I'm, I'm digging it, man. I think everyone uh, should, should give it a look. Playoff time. Got to get your Redskins gear. Also, other great stuff for gifts for people that you forgot to buy Christmas presents for. Superfanstyle.com. Check them out. Playoff picture. I'm hoping you can educate me on and are yeah. more. Uh, so, so who the Redskins got? So, uh, so earlier today in uh, I guess the the late one of the late games, um, Seattle uh, beat Arizona pretty handily. That was yeah, kind of surprising. Them. Yeah, they, they whipped them. Uh, so that sort of eliminated um, the Vikings as a potential opponent. And so what we've got right now is this. Um, Packers Vikings game, which I'm kind of looking at uh, game cast over there. I've got it over here on the over corner my shoulder. Of my Skype got you. Icon so, we can't, so as of this recording, we can't even tell you who the Redskins' opponent will be. Right, right. But it's six three Vikings. If this, I mean, it's it's almost halftime. If this should hold, and Minnesota wins, the Redskins will host the Packers. Uh, if on the other hand the Packers uh, pull it out at home, then unfortunately, well, fortunately for better or worse, we would see the Seahawks again. And you, but you're hosting either way, right? So Packers or Seahawks, and so so you'd rather see the Packers than the Seahawks. Well, I I think from I think most would agree, and I I feel that in terms of a likelihood of winning standpoint, I'd rather see the Packers come. I, I agree. Think, I, I just definitely think they're agree. More beatable right now. Seattle's kind of blazing hot, but there's a couple definitely things. Agree. I mean, there's first of all, there's there's kind of. Uh, um, history there with the with Seahawks having eliminated the Redskins from the last their last three postseason bids, um, including most recently in 2012 when RG3 towards ACL. So there's a little bit of like a revenge narrative there that's actually kind of cool. I mean, it would be I think I think the Redskins don't match up very favorably with them. But if if they were to host them and win, I think that would potentially just be exhilarating. Um and the other thing with them is that, I mean, I, I think we're all agreeing that that's the, the harder matchup, but they're not as, as, as quite as scary as they've been the past couple years. And they've had several games this year where they looked, you know, frankly, kind of bad. I mean, not not as much lately. And, and right. Russell Wilson's kind of tearing it up lately. But, um, you know, I don't I don't think it would be like this huge David and Goliath long shot if they came in. I just think it would be, you know, less likely. It'll be interesting. Now, I definitely agree with you. I'd rather see the Packers and the Seahawks, but I'm trying to think of what the spread would be on, you know, Redskins hosting, but obviously that's partly because they're a division winner, not because they're going to have a better record. But then, like I said, Seahawks uh, have at times looked bad, but, but you know, for about a four-game stretch, they looked like maybe the best team in the NFL. Right. When, when you know, Russell was thrown for like four touchdowns a game, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's when they stopped uh, airing his uh, – commercials with Macklemore. Yeah, but you know who else has recently thrown for like four touchdowns a game? <laughs> Cuzzo. <laughs> yeah, you like that, baby. <laughs> uh, just tell him not to do uh, any commercials with Macklemore. That's like the death now. Kiss of death. But not- in all seriousness, Kirk Cousins, last three weeks, 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I saw a stat during the game that if he had if he had stayed in and, and thrown one more, he would have become the first quarterback ever to throw at least four touchdowns and no picks in three straight games. Wow. He could, he could have done that if he'd played the second half. 
Did you know that that's partly uh, I, I need a name for and I actually need to start doing this more on Sports Channel 8. But I need a name for the category of stats <laughs> where like you can break stuff down where like every game history is broken, right. you know, or every season because it's like, oh, man, he's the first guy over six <laughs> two. You know, first left-hander over 6'2", to throw for seven touchdowns, pass for, you know, 11 or more touchdowns, and catch four passes. You know what right. I mean? Like, now I know, I realize three games of four straight touchdowns and no interceptions is, is a little more simple than that. It's kind of obscure, but it's pretty baller. But but you also, but you know what I mean? There's some that are, that are like, worse, that, that are, right. it'll be like, this is the, you know, the first team with, the, the worst are ones that, like, you, you stop and you're like, what does an audience think to quantify that stat? When you're like, right. the Redskins, this is the first Redskins team to have like 2,700 passing yards <laughs> and 1,700 rushing yards. Like, are we, are, are, <laughs> Do we, are I we supposed get, to care? Yeah. yeah well, yeah, well, you know, so uh, anyway. But, uh, but no, no, no that's uh, getting point back being, to the, Point being, he, you know, he's no, 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 scorching you question. hot. You know? No, he is. Let me ask you a question specifically about that to, to, to help provide some analysis rather than me just riffing on bad stats. Uh, uh, Cousins, well, can you, you know, watch the game twice, guy, uh, from your couch analyst, tell, like, the difference, like, what, what has been different for Cousins in, uh, in the games that were early? Or do you think it's more just, no, dude, like, anybody needs about 20 games right. to sort of adjust to the NFL? And there's guys like... Cam Newton and Andrew Luck, who are, you know, slightly better athletes, slightly, mm -hmm. you know, better quarterbacks, probably, mm -hmm. who adjusted a little bit faster. And were given the the premier tutelage from the day they got into their their camp system. That's that's another thing about because yep. it's not just the, the lack of game time, it's lack of being the number one guy for, right. them, yeah. for a long time. So it do you think it's just that that sort of natural progression of it just takes a little bit of time? Or is there something where you're like, no, dude, he's done a much better job of X, Y, Z? Yeah, I mean, I, I lean sort of natural progression as opposed to like one specific thing. I don't think that there was like, you know, oh, he, um, you know, his his delivery is more upright now. And, and like that was the magic right. s switch that just kind of made everything click. It, it wasn't that. I think it's multifactorial. Now, there's some specific things that it's it seems like he's clearly doing better. I think he's making better pre-snap decisions. I think in in this in this past, I mean actually, I think what a lot of Redskins fans have have noticed and focused on these this past month or so is that they they've actually the offense in general has become more aggressive and we talked recently that about them throwing a little bit more on first down um which has been part of it, but he's also um waiting a little bit longer in the pocket for longer developing plays downfield to uh, to show up. Um and that has caused a, a pretty drastic increase in his uh, like um yards per attempt and and yard basically like yards air yards per throw like essentially he's going deeper now because you know for wh whether it's because he's got um I think he's, he's trusting his line a little bit better and he's he's getting more chemistry with guys like Deshaun Jackson who didn't even play today which I think was smart um right. so there's that and then um you know and then there's just him and the, the, obviously his confidence has got to be skyrocketing because he just continues to succeed. So um, it, it's several things. I think they're all, uh, I think Cousins and, and McVay and Gruden are starting to really work very well together in particular right now. It's just that the unit is really humming. And um, 
you know, he's he's just arriving. I, I, I tweeted, and I believe that he's – I can't think of any quarterback in the whole NFL who has clearly played much better than him over the last two months. I mean, he's in the conversation. He's just – he's been great. He's gone from this guy that the offense had to kind of, uh, you know, mask – uh, or compensate for to the definitely the reason that they're or a main reason that they're in the playoffs and probably their best chance for possibly winning a playoff game. I mean he's he's gone from liability to weapon and I mean I don't know what more you can say about it. It's just an it's an unbelievable turn of uh, of events. I'm looking at uh, some stats right now. Kirk Cousins 2015 season and the Redskins single season list. First for yards, so mo- yep. most yards ever for a quarterback. Yep. Most completions on most attempts. So, yep. but second best completion percentage. And, that, and most- that one he could have. I mean, he was he was like you know he had two incompletions down near the goal line today. And if it, if it weren't for those, he would have he would have gotten that one probably. Oh really? Somebody yeah. should have told. Somebody should have yeah, told. Going him. into the game, he was like that. You know, that was the one. He was another one that it was within reach. Uh, second in TDs and third in uh, in QB rating. Yeah, so this, um, this is ridiculous. This is like number one, number one, number two, number three for a guy you know th- who's so embattled coming into the year that most fans were like almost embarrassed about. I mean, he just went off. It's crazy. All right, let's play a little game. Uh, would you would you trade for for this quarterback? Ooh, and then okay. in this scenario, it's just straight up trade. Trade Cousins for him. Yeah, yeah. Would you give? Would you? Would you? It's basically would you rather have Cousins or right. this guy? Yeah. I'm not looking at salaries. You uh-huh. can if you yeah, you can yeah, if yeah. you want, and okay. especially because we don't know what what Cousins' next salary is going to be. So yeah, but I assume um, it's big. Um, Ryan Tannehill. Cousins. You'd rather have Cousins. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan. It's a tough one, and and I'll let you take years into account. Uh, like age? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'd one probably goes slightly cousins. Interesting. Um, I'm blowing your think. mind right now, aren't I? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not like. N- none of those are like crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, like, like. Here's one that's interesting. Like, um, I mean, Philip Rivers. You take cousins right now because of the years, right? Right, but you turn back the clock on Rivers, and that's no problem. Right, 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 right. All right, all right how about uh, Andy Dalton? <laughs> These are good choices. <laughs> Dalton? You're I taking think... Dalton over Cousins no, no, no. right now. I'm taking Cousins, but, I mean, it's not a blowout. I mean, it's, I, it'd be interesting to see. Dalton's got a lot of weapons around him. Right. Like, yeah, Cam, Newton, so does, Cam Newton I mean, is looking why, at Andy so Dalton. Cousins. Cam Newton is looking at Andy Dalton and being like, bruh. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, like, brah. Let me let me get a taste. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, what's what's uh, Blake Bortles? <laughs> oh man, I that that's really a push, Hayes. That's a good one. You like Bortles, okay? But, but yeah, I, he's, he's I really coming around. Say, he, I would thought you say cousins. Um, Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Did you see that stuff today? Not, you know how, how scared are you as as Redskins fan right now with with uh, that that did you hear about J- Johnny Manziel like didn't show up today yeah, for the Browns? I just, I just saw that. And now they like cut him. Like how scared how scared does that make you as a Redskins fan? You're like, damn it, Dan, Dan Snyder's gonna go get that guy, isn't he? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, no, no I'm no. kidding. I'm kidding. Um, 
All right, who else? Who's uh, who's the Raiders quarterback? Oh, Carr. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, yeah. I want to say Blake Bortles again. I'd probably yeah. take Carr. You take Carr, okay. Yeah. Um, that's about all I got. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. I mean, in the division, there's no like, there's no good comp. What about Flacco? Um, old, but I mean, you got you still yeah. got what three or four years of Flacco. Yeah, I mean, I, I factoring age, I'm going Cousins over Flacco, but he's he's been a real good quarterback. I mean, it. Uh, he's he's. Man, kind of, I don't I mean, know. All right, all right. Now, see, now, now, hold on. If you got a team that you think most of the other pieces are there, yeah. and obviously, obviously, some of this is like, well, no, obviously, you wouldn't like switch gears right now and drop uh-huh. Joe Flacco in for next season. Right, but right, right. You, if you, had, I think I know if, where you're going. Like, you know. You got a three. You know what you've got window. with Cousins in this situation. Yeah, I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's a one game thing. Like, yes, yeah, Cousins years is a factor, but like Flacco's, Flacco gives you. If getting Flacco right now would be like getting Peyton mm-hmm. when the Broncos got him, and the Broncos have been either the one or two seed of the AFC the last four years. You know right. what I mean? So like, right. you know, he's he's going to start declining, but like, man, he's pretty darn good. I don't know. I, I think yeah. you got to take. If you thought you had a three year window of a team right. with defense is solid, you got a couple weapons. Sean Jackson's, you know, in, contract is settled, so he's going to play for like two years of regular, you know, whatever it is. Right. You, th- you think your team is set, and you just got to be like, all right, quarterback. I think you would have to go Flacco for three years right now over Cousins, but yeah, I think I think that makes sense. But and no. you also have to. I mean, part we, we've been saying like it's also if if you, if if what Cousins is or will be is like what he's been for the past six weeks, then I mean you you you'd hate to have missed out on that. But there's still I, there's still a great uh, you know there's still an unknown uh, factor in in his um, you know in his projection. I mean this is. He's he's blazing hot right now. He's had a great year, but you know what? So did RG three. As a rookie, everyone thought that yep. he was he yep. was the future, and then it turned out he couldn't even play, or at least that's what we think right now. So, um, All right, what I, about I think you? Have to discount Cousins a little bit because of of the. It's still a relatively small sample size. All right, what about Teddy Bridgewater? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cousins. I think I'd rather have Cousins. No, I'm taking yeah. Bridgewater. Uh, uh, what's he done this year? I'm taking Bridgewater. What about uh, Jameis Winston? Ooh, Jameis for sure. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, we, we, we're going to have issues there. Yeah. I'm not even going to bring up Cam Newton. I'm not even going to give you a chance to mess that one up. No. Uh, Romo. What about Romo? Well, Romo's – Yeah, Romo's, Romo's done, man. Yeah. I, mean, I don't see how you can start a season with Romo thinking that he's going to finish the season. I'll tell you what, though. Romo, for his, you know, for what he's done, like I would, I would have killed to have a Romo – over over his you know over the course of his career. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He's but been, I mean, um, Redskins fans love to like rag on him and the the chokes and the you know playoff ineptitude. But like, Romo's a good quarterback. I have feared him every time the Redskins have played the Cowboys. Uh, I have a lot of respect for him. Good player. No, he's he's basically been underrated because you know there's there's. Uh, it, the the he's of course sort of like less miles where all the like dumb things get blown up and the the, right. the fact that he's been really good for a number of years gets you know under undersold or whatever yeah but um but I, but but uh it's interesting and, and this comes out this is Jermaine to the quarterback conversation in that having cousins to start next year just and the fact that he's played well, so now you feel like you have, even if you don't think you have, you know, uh, an elite quarterback, you're like, no, we have a a, a confident starting yeah. quarterback. I don't see how, if you're a Dallas Cowboys player, you know, you're signed there for like four years, mm-hmm. 
and they're lining up for everything next season and like plan. I mean, if, if planning for a guy like Tony Romo, we were like, right. dude, you know, like this is obviously going to change in week three when he goes down, right? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, I, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it just yeah. your whole. I think they might guy, draft a guy pretty high. They, this they year. might, but, but my, my bigger point is like your whole franchise just changes yeah. when that question is not a question. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. When, when that's yeah. an answer. And so I just I feel yeah. like. The, you know the guys on your team are you know are more fo- focused. You know your everything is just better about your team, and, and it just bodes well for the next couple of years. I think of the Redskins for sure. Um, what about uh, is this still something that's up in the air? Uh, this is going to be great, all dated information because we're recording this while the Packers yeah uh, game is going on. But does is it still up in the air who the Redskins would play if they won their first game? That's a good question. I I. Uh... So let's see. They're they're going to be the four seed playing the five seed, and then um, yeah. So uh, I always forget this every year. Then I guess does it reseed after the first round? I forget, but yeah, it also probably depends on like division stuff too. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't remember. But what I'm trying to figure out is if the Redskins would would face. Uh, well, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who they face. Carolina Let me ask, or who would, you, who would you rather face if you won a game? Who, who do you think got a better chance of going on the road pulling upset on Carolina? Or, uh, it's, it's, or, it's really tricky specifically for the Redskins because, uh, I mean, I, I guess I, I want to say Carolina, but we've already seen what happens when they match up, and it was pretty ugly. I legitimately so. had a caller to sports radio in North Carolina last week, you're like this, who's like, I want the Redskins to rematch the Panthers because yeah. that Greg Olson call was the <laughs> oh, whole game. Oh, yeah. you know, no, no, no. You know, he went straight there. He's like, that That was the game. Like, if we could get him back on fair terms, we'll beat him. You know? That so, call will always haunt me, but it was a whipping. It was big, but but yeah, it's it's just tough. It's one that's just tough to go back to. It, it was it was bigger than a, than a one call. Uh, just yeah. The timing and everything. Either one of those jumps out as like I would much rather face one than the other. I mean, they'll be a huge underdog to either, and rightfully so. Um. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh. I. I think the Cardinals are a little bit better team right now. They are. Uh, but what happened today? I mean, I didn't watch any of that. But it sounded like. Well, that's, got that's, that's true. Actually, that 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 actually is something I've not taken into consideration. So maybe they are not. Uh, they maybe. lost Honey Badger. Yep. Now that that it's interesting uh, to see, and that's part of because I watch the Panthers more closely. I've seen guys go down that I'm like, great. Now I know that two of their top three cornerbacks yeah. are maybe out. You know, Charles Tillman went down today, yeah, but they was out a little bit ago. But because I'm not watching the Cardinals closely, I probably don't know about you know an offensive lineman yeah. and then like said another Tyron Matthews. So that some, they're, key, they're, some key injury yeah. that, from a guy that you didn't wouldn't even have heard of. I want to hear about your uh, and I apologize for not listening, but this will be the impetus for me listening and perhaps others. But you scored yet another interview with a player this oh, week. Yeah. Tell us who you talked to, uh, how it went, and if you were less uh, Chris Farley showish in the interview. <laughs> I got some compliments uh, from people specifically saying that my interview skills had improved. Thank you very much. I have no doubt you're uh, you're a smart guy, and so I have no <laughs> doubt that that, that uh, as at anything you do, you will continue to get better at it. It was <laughs> thanks, Ace. It was pretty good. I it was uh, good to set the bar low though with the Ryan Kerrigan well, one. So you, I, you know, I, I yeah, wasn't no was intentional. No, no, no. This no, one no. was a little different because it was kind of uh, it, it was a little bit more standardized by the team. I actually went through like a uh, an, a legit PR channel rather than just kind of a backdoor friend of a friend, and. Um, 
you know, so so I reached him. It was pretty cool. I, I was chatting to him. I'm pretty sure it was like immediately after practice. He was in the locker room, and he was a great interview. He gave me a lot of stuff. He's uh, and and I, and I thought he would be, and that's kind of why I sought him out in particular because he's he's known to be just very personable and also thoughtful and and articulate. So he gave a good interview. They 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 kept me to a really hard 10 minute limit, and so we did like a nine minute interview. And uh, I didn't mess around, and I was just kind of firing a bunch of rapid-fire questions. But he he did great. I enjoyed it a lot. Everybody should check that out if you hadn't heard it yet. It's the – I don't know what episode we're on now, but it's the one before this one. Uh, and it was Will Compton. Yep. What's uh, what's his story, and why why did you sort of lock on to him? So he's 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 a cool he's he's sort of a a, a I know, I know star we talked right before. I'm sort of, I'm sort of walking this back again. No, I that's all good. Yeah. He he um well he, he just he wasn't a household name until very recently. He's a guy that went to Nebraska and was a good player for for a really good defense there. But um I'm I'm pretty sure it was undra- undrafted and he's one of those kind of homegrown um you know, obscure prospect types that the Redskins have managed to develop. And he started this year as Keenan Robinson's backup, but due to some combination of injury and, and uh, underachievement uh, on, on Robinson's part, and probably even more just the fact that Compton has really blossomed. He sort of took over that, that uh, inside linebacker slash uh, quarterback of the defense role. And he's been like awesome. I mean, he's just been one of the best and most important players for the past six, eight weeks. So, um, it's it's been great to see him turn from a nobody into a, a really important piece. Um, it, it's funny to hear, it, you know, to 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 pull back the curtain on our own lives a little bit. I work in sports radio, so I work in sports media. Mm-hmm. Brent Brent is in a much more high minded profession. I'll let him reveal <laughs> as much of that as he as he wants. But uh, but so it's funny to hear you talking about going to a PR person and like, yeah, they did a really hard like limit of like ten minutes, and I'm like. Ah uh, yes, they give me those hard limits too. I often have to talk my way out of it. What I'm like, te- right. I tell my, I'm telling my host like, yeah, we got a full 15 minutes, and then I'm like telling <laughs> dude like, yeah, we'll be off in 10, and then I'm like sweet talking the player. I'm like, all right, dude, we may go a little bit long, but it's gonna be cool, man. We have right. fun, you know. And then hoping that I don't get called out out on it. So it's it's fun to hear uh, you like playing by the rules without messing with the PR guys. But he was great. Uh, yeah. That's good. I'm a, and actually, I'm a uh, th- because of that. Maybe I'll reach out to Will Compton since, uh, since the team that I need to cover this week doesn't have. Uh, actually, I should probably reach out for Jameson Crowder because he's got ties to the area. Yeah, part but, of the uh, impetus also on Compton, and you'll appreciate this was, um, and one of the reasons I, I thought to try and reach him specifically is there was this thing from I guess last week um when he, he's fairly active on twitter and he was like chatting with uh, d'angelo hall and uh, kevin durant got involved did you see any of this Cause it, I did turned not. In, it turned into kind of a story well kevin durant kind of chimed in and 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 um uh, compton kind of fanboyed on him and and sort of geeked out and, and wrote some tweet about like i can't believe i'm text i'm tweeting with with uh, kd right now and then kd followed him and it was this whole big thing and he, he, he called he referred to him as comp and then will compton was like he called me comp <laughs> so it's really cool i think always to see uh somebody who's you know one of these you know one one of these i mean i don't know if he's a star yet but you know he's one of your heroes out there on the field and he, and he also has within sports his own heroes and then this particular guy is just very grounded which is you know appealing uh, no, absolutely. And also the impetus for, uh, for getting up with them is I'm assuming is cause you're trying to continue your collection of large Redskins who are friends so that, <laughs> right. so that, so that when Terrence Knighton, uh, uh, comes, oh, after, yeah. comes after you, you'll be like, no, no, no guys, we're, we're cool. Uh, I'm, I'm friends <laughs> yeah. with Compton and, uh, and Kerrigan. Good point. <laughs> and, Good point. Uh, how, how are things with you and Porkchop? Oh, we're cool. 
Uh, I, saw, I, saw, I saw you got cited in uh, in a Dan Steinberg article about you know how players do notice uh, social media even right. if they claim not to or whatever. So that's right. Uh, that's why bloggers are part of the team, man. That was cool. And, and you know, I, I can't even remember if we talked about it at the time, but you, your criticism was so mild. Yeah. It was like if he's expecting a huge raise at this point, I'm thinking it will be somewhere else. Not exactly. not. We should cut him. Not you, you can know, argue should, as to whether it was even a criticism. Yeah, it, yeah. It's it's like I don't think the Redskins are going to have the money to pay this guy a huge contract next yeah. year at this position. So, yeah. um, but no. But was, hey, whatever floats your boat. I mean, if it got if it got him, if it got his wheels going, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so now you're taking the credit for it. Please, that's no. obvious. <laughs> We need to, we need to go do figure out what week it was. I will say uh, Ryan Kerrigan's performance I think definitely took off after I think he got the Burgundy blog bump. Well, Compton had his first career interception today. <laughs> we did. We've got to look into the Burgundy blog bump. Because <laughs> Kerrigan, it's the anti Madden. Kerrigan came in with like like pretty high expectations. It was not off to the greater start when you talked to him. If I, if I'm right, don't, I don't exactly want to stuck it. Right. It was almost and, awkward at times because he was having to account, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You were calling him out for not being a hundred percent. Yeah. Hey, do you remember that time where you said you were healthy, but you were really planning to hurt? And it's like, no, I'm not hurt. And you're like, Oh, oh, just, <laughs> oh that's, oh, that's unfortunate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So yes, Kerrigan, uh, friend of the program is right. definitely has definitely played better since then. Porkchop definitely responded to say, and not only do you, do you give them the bump, you know how you know which guys need like love and which guys need a little like spurring on, like uh, like like Terrence. That's right, man. I'm a player's coach. Unbelievable. Um, all right, good stuff. Anything else uh, you, you want to talk about in this episode of uh, Burgundy Blogcast? I, I think we've done a pretty good job. Cool for uh, for Brent. This is Hayes. We'll be back with talking playoffs next week. Win or lose, you'll talk, you'll hear about it on Burgundy Blogcast. Oh,